98.5 The Bull, a special guest in the studio with us this morning. Daniel, uh, we've had some big guests on our show. We've been very lucky in our careers. We've had Garth Brooks, and we've had Carrie Underwood, and uh, George Jones. We've met him and stuff. But probably my favorite guest of all, and you'd feel the same way, my son is with us. Uh, my son, Mac, is uh, going into second grade. Good morning, Mac. You're here, and then we're going to be taking you to school in just a little bit. How are you? Oh, let me turn on your microphone. How no, are you? An honored guest. You're... Don't turn on microphone for honored guests. <laughs> uh, you going to school today. Uh, you said you look forward to school. Yes, I actually really am. Why? Because I love learning. I love math. I love reading. I love everything to do, that I do at school. Really? Yeah, if you had one complaint about school, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like... I love every part of school. See, Ty, why can't you be an uh, optimist like him? I know. You're a pessimist. Your son is very, uh, always looks on the bright side of life. You uh, do the opposite. They say he looks like me, but he acts nothing like me. I hated going back to school. I mean, Mac, you had a great summer. I mean, didn't you? We, we went camping. We did all these things. And I would hate to go back to school after a fun summer, but you, you're ready to roll. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you miss your buddies? Is that why, or are you just excited about learning? I kind of, I do miss my buddies, and, but I I love learning too. Okay, man, knock it off with the, I love learning. <laughs> Learning's all right. Don't tell I mean, him to it, knock it, it off. That great. No, that's good. I'm glad. Like, that I like you... homework. Did what's wrong with a kid liking to learn? Yeah, you're right. There's nothing wrong with it. Thank you, Daniel. I just think he's putting on a little bit. You think so? Would you rather learn or play golf? I like learn learning how to play golf. So if I said you can go to a math class or go to Dave and Buster's, what would you rather do? Both. <laughs> no, you got to choose one or the other. Would you rather go to a math class or Dave and Buster's? Math class. Wow, look at that. I don't know, man. Uh, are there any uh, girls you're excited to see or not really? This is where he's going to be real quiet. <laughs> Ty Rogers, I told you not to talk about don't, that. Don't give him a hard time about that. I remember being a kid like that. Yeah, why do like adults do that to kids? They're like, oh, pretty girls and all that. Well, um, but that's good, though. He's a, look, he loves math so much, he'd rather go to math than Dave and Buster's. All i right, got to tell you, buddy, you make Steve Urkel look like Post Malone. <laughs> hey, all right, I'll do a quick math question. Let's see. Uh, 20 minus 3. Can you do that? That's kind of hard. What's That's 20? so easy. All right, then what is it, genius? <laughs> it is. Oh, you didn't put him right on the spot. <laughs> I love math. Just not doing it. 20 minus 3. Let's go. 17. Okay. All right. All right I got it. some math for you. Uh, <laughs> Tags content minus listeners. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, I love you, Mac, and uh, have a great first day of school, okay? Okay. I said I love you. Love you, too. All right. Hey, well, Bye! You got any hot teachers over there? Excuse me? You got to look out for your godfather here, buddy. They ever ask about me? <laughs> no. Half of my school doesn't even know about you. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. Today uh, uh, is the first day of school for Tulsa Public. I know a lot of folks are already back in school. My son is here. Um, you're here, Mac, in a few minutes. I'm going to take you to your first day of school. But in the meantime, Daniel, you said you wanted to give us a quiz. Well, father versus do, son. Yes, a 98.5, the bullfight battle, uh, father versus son. This is just general knowledge trivia. I got to tell you, this is going to be a, a little tough here. Woo! 
Uh, your son Mac is here. How old are you now? I am uh, almost eight. So I am about to be eight in two weeks. The answer is seven. Yes. Okay. And how old are you now, Ty? <laughs> uh, 43. All right. Uh, we will start uh, the 98.5 bullfight, father and son version. We will start with you, Ty. How many colors are in the rainbow? Seven. That is correct. Ty has one. Oh, no. Mac. Yeah. Where is Big Ben located? Don't look at him. You gotta, if you don't know, you just got to pass. I don't know. And that would be London, England. London, England. Tig one, Mac zero. Uh, Tig, where is the Taj Mahal located? India. India is correct. Mac. Let's skip these ge geog geography. Geography. <laughs> <laughs> um, does Peppa Pig have siblings? Yes. Yes is correct. Tig. Who lives at number four, Privet Drive? Uh, I have no idea. That is incorrect. That would be Harry Potter. <laughs> Mac, do elephants have tails? Yes. That is also correct. Tig, what is the largest bird? Ostrich? Ostrich is correct. Mac, which vegetable is believed to make you see better? Carrots. Carrots is also correct. Tig, which astrological sign is a lion? Virgo? Leo. All right, Mac, final question, and you will beat your dad by one. Who is the cowboy in the Toy Story movies? Woody. Woody, and with that, your son has defeated you in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Woo! What do I win, Daniel? Nothing. Hey! Don't you feel bad beating your dad in trivia, uh, humiliating him on the air? Well, kind of. How dare you? <laughs> but you still got to give me a peanut butter finger. A peanut butter finger. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> what is you're that? in a weird house over there, Ty. Finger. You the need me finger. to give me. A, you need to give me a butter finger. All right, that sounds like what. Like, <laughs> I'm sure your teacher would just love you having a butter finger for yeah. uh, the first day of school. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, you, you guys are weird, man. Both of you. It's like, ah, win. Uh, you know what? I'd like a peanut butter finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go. 740 Russell Dickerson tickets with a chance to stay at River Spirit Casino Resort with the Tiger Daniel Party Pass. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Uh, I was uh, curious about this. Uh, when it comes to taking your dog with you on a trip, is it, is it cheaper to board your dog somewhere around here? Uh, or is it cheaper to fly with the dog? What do you think? I have no idea. I was wondering about that, too. And I say generally airlines charge about 100 to $200 each way for a dog's ticket. But I don't know if that means you get to just carry the dog on the plane with you, or is that the situation where they put your dog down in the luggage hold? I, I mailed a cat once. What? Yeah. How? And it cost about, yeah, $200. Uh, my, my sister had moved away, but for some reason the cat stayed at home, and she said, hey, would you mail me my cat? So I went to the airport with a cat, just like you would with your luggage, and they, they put it on that thing, and it went around the corner, and they put it on the plane. I don't know where they put it. But that cat did make it to the airport, like landed and everything. That's really strange. But I don't to think me. they know. I guess they don't put the cat where the people are. Otherwise, when you get on planes, you would see, you know, pets. 
in cages, but no, I guess they put it in the belly. Well, the reason that I wouldn't fly my dog in the belly of the plane, because I think it would be too traumatic for him. Could be scary. There's no windows down there. I mean, it's it's illuminated and pressurized. That's probably good, though. Climate dogs, control. Yeah, dogs don't know much about, you know, don't Aviation. get it. If they look out a window, they're going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we have to board our dogs sometimes, and you feel bad about that. I mean, I found myself calling <laughs> calling the border to go, hey, how's uh, how's Ozzy doing? You know, like they're going to report if something bad happened. You happened. think a dog boarding situation is good if the place has a uh, webcam where you can check in on your dog and all that. that er- it ends up being bad for you because that's all you do is sit there and watch, the watch this dog all day long instead of doing whatever you're on vacation to do. So... I don't know if it's better to have a webcam there or not. Well, I will say that some places you board your dog, they just put them in a cage, you know, and they let them out sometimes. And then I found one here that's called like Free Roam or something where mm. they put them all in a living room, there's couches and things. And But then I worried, like, what if one of these dogs is insane and they didn't properly vet the dog? And at midnight, this dog goes, goes mental. Bonkers. And, I mean, you had to audition your dog, and Daniel's dog uh, didn't get didn't get accepted into the kennel. Yeah, my dog's name is Fenton, and I took it to this place, and they called me, and they said, all right, well, Fenton did all right, but we can't allow him to stay because he's too humpy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. First of all, I was like, my man. But then I was like, I don't know how. <laughs> my man. I don't know how uh, to, I don't, you know, I can have a talk how with him all How do you train him out of that? He doesn't understand English. Yeah, he does not, huh? Oh. So how do, what are you supposed to do? Too like, humpy. Were you offended by that? Did it hurt your feelings? Well, I mean, this dog has to live with just me. So when it sees lady dogs, you know, of course he's going to try to. It's like he just got back from war. Right. Yeah. I mean, just me all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised that he's trying to, you know. <laughs> Meet a lady dog. <laughs> right. Hey, listen to this. Um, I didn't know this could happen, but I was, I, a lot of times, Daniel, I'll go home and I'll, and like a lot of people, I see this all the time. A lot of times people's cars also double as their office. You'll see people just parked at Reesers, and they're just sitting in that car on that phone. You know, they're kind of working or something. Mm-hmm. And um, here, and I do the same thing. If I'm on a phone call on my way home and I pull into the driveway, I don't disconnect from Bluetooth. I just finish out the call in an idling car. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Here's what was crazy is that I got done with a phone call, and I hung up the phone, and I was going to check an email or something, and then I started hearing, like, Britney Spears on my radio. Somebody else's Bluetooth had connected to my car. How on earth and did it, that happen? It was my wife's. Oh, I because see. Because she had been in my car before and it connected, so my car recognized hers as a as an allowable phone. But could you imagine if like she was talking to somebody she wasn't supposed to be, and I, and then it like switches over to my Bluetooth and I would hear the whole thing. I remember one day when my mom was in town. Me and you were having a, a conversation. I had gotten out of the car so I could hear because you're ranting and raving about something, and. Uh, I walked away from the car so I could talk to you, and you're, I mean, you're, uh, 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 uh. I walked too close to the car, <laughs> and it picked up. My, I had my mom waiting in the car so she couldn't hear whatever you had to say, and then for about probably 20 seconds, it picked, you know, that Bluetooth picked up, and Lord knows what you were saying. <laughs> well, you never told me that, but. Well, yeah, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want you to know. Yeah, but I, was, I mean, you, you know, you shouldn't be doing anything on the down low anyway, but I mean, could you imagine well, no. If you I mean, but, if you like one of these spouses that has a boyfriend or girlfriend, and you go out to the backyard to sneak a call, 
but it connects to the Bluetooth somewhere else. Like that's bad. Woo! Listen, people are entitled to some some privacy and stuff. And uh, sometimes, if I'm complaining about somebody or something, yeah, I'd rather them not hear it. But I bet that happens all the time with yeah. uh, Bluetooth. Oh, the worst kind of situation I ever heard of happening was we worked at this place in Myrtle Beach, and uh, one of the salespeople there was complaining about our boss at the time. And I mean, just letting this guy have it up and down. Well, what she didn't know, she'd accidentally pocket dialed. Who do you think she pocket dialed? The boss. And the it went- person she was talking about. You think, oh, worst case scenario, he answers. No, 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 no. The very worst case scenario happened, left about a five-minute long voicemail. By accident. On his She doesn't voicemail. know that the voicemail's rolling, and she's just w- complaining like crazy about the yeah. boss. It's one thing to, like, hear it. Once while it's live, but another thing to be able to take that tape and just really break it down. Daniel, do you ever read those stories about? Sad man, but uh, I just want to get your take on it. You know how um, a lot of people eat lunch at school, but you got to pay for that lunch. You know, a dollar and twenty-five cents, or maybe two dollars. I don't know what it is, but if the kid doesn't pay, they give them a lesser lunch. What I've heard. What, of do you, this. what do you make of that? I don't like it. Um, that's not good. And because I'm just being devil's advocate here, I'm not taking a position. The school is making food, and they need to get some money for that food, right? And if you're not paying the bill, there has to be a consequence, I guess, in their opinion. However, if you're a child, you have no, you don't have an income. You don't work a job if you're in third grade. But they're kind of punishing the child for something that either the parents can't afford it or they forget to send money. But the child is the one that gets, instead of the hamburger, they get, what, like a cheese sandwich or something? A lesser lunch? Yeah, that's, to me, too far because I think the uh, embarrassment is going to be worse than the Yeah, like you get bullied over that kind of stuff? I mean, you know, bullied, I don't know, but you'd certainly be embarrassed whether any, you know, and I I imagine kids today wouldn't make fun of the person getting the the different lunch, but they themselves would just be embarrassed, so. I mean, if you're superintendent and you've got a budget, how do you handle that? I mean, what would you do in that situation? I'd give them a normal lunch and... uh, Mark it down somewhere, and if people wanted to donate or something like that, I would allow them to donate to kind of make up for make these up people for that it. missed their lunch. How much? I don't even know how much a school lunch is, by the way. I though. don't think they're very. Um, when I was a kid, it was like a dollar. Yeah, it's not that. It's not bad. I mean, you know, it may be bad for some folks. You know, two dollars a day times five days—that's ten bucks. That's that could be a problem for some people. But I never liked the idea that the kid got punished and got a lesser lunch over them. It's not their fault. If you're in third grade, like, what are you supposed to do, man? You know, you can't cut grass. Now, having said that, I could also say that working in education, working as a school superintendent or a teacher is probably an impossible job. Oh, my God. Could you imagine what they were going through during the pandemic? Mm -mm. You know, half the people wanted masks, half the people didn't. And the teacher, they don't make the rules, guys. They follow commands. And, but the teachers would, you know, they're the ones running into the parents all the time. And, oh, my God, what a disaster. It's an impossible gig. So. It's so tough. And, and and forget the politics, just taking care of 17 second graders. <laughs> like, I don't see how you do it. I remember I went into a school once to pick up my kid, and I walked in. And it was just chaos in there, chaos. And I looked over at one of the moms, and I said, I'd have to be on drugs to do this job. And she goes, I would, too. So God bless you, teachers. It's uh, tough out there. But uh, I was going to say, Tulsa Public Schools, they, it's all free lunch now. Is it? So they don't have that problem. It's free lunch. Well, how are they able to do it in other places to have I to charge I don't know if lunch. they've used money from another area or I don't know. The federal government kicked in. I don't know exactly. But Oh, here's yeah. an interesting idea for you. What if they allowed advertisers to purchase the lunch? 
And then it was kind of like, lunch is brought to you by, you know, like Kraft. Good. Would you like that? I, I would not have a problem with but that. But then you got kids being subjected to this uh, advertising. They're subjected to it all the time. They watch television. Uh, kids are very susceptible to advertising, all by right. the way. Uh, just devil's advocate here. Today's free lunch brought to you by Jewel Vapes. No, we can't do that. You have to vet the advertisers. I mean, there's Coke machines in school when I was there. There's Coke advertisements. Mm -hmm. That Yeah. yeah that's they what, took that away, though. So They ought to do that. They ought to just say, you know what? This lunch is brought to you by... Local businesses. Maybe give them an opportunity. How about that? Yes. Not, you know, not vapes. Not, I wouldn't even say national businesses, but local you places. You know what? This lunch is brought to you by Tiger Daniel. Yeah, something like that. 98.5 The Bull. It's not that expensive, is it? Look at me. I told you. I should get power of attorney over all of you. The whole everybody. <laughs> everybody in the country. I have no ambition to be in politics, but I should be running things. <laughs> all right, here we go. 98.5 The Bull with our bull fight brought to you by Optimum Complete. Today we're playing for Russell Dickerson tickets. And uh, if you... Win the grand prize. It's the Tiger Daniel Party Cove Pass. We'll pay for your hotel and get your dinner. We got two dudes on a big old beefcake fest today, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, it's a battle of the beefcakes. You've got Robert, who's a social worker, taking on Chance. He says he works works in a manufacturing and makes steel pipes. Uh, Robert, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Are you? Uh, did you drop off your kids at school today, or are you just heading into work? <clears throat> I'm heading into work. All right, Chance. How's your morning so far? It's going great. It's going great. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Uh, very optimistic. And uh, we got uh, questions for you here. It's called Movies with Animals in the Title. I'll give you the uh, title of a movie. you got to fill in the blank with the animal that fits in there. We'll start with you, Robert. Planet of the blank. Apes. Apes is correct. Oh, I've, here's your bell type. <laughs> Daniel stole my bell. Okay. All right, we're back now. All right, uh, Chance, 101 blank. Dalmatian. That is correct. Robert. Alvin and the blank. Chipmunk. Also correct. Chance, you've got the pink blank. Panther. Correct. We're tied up 2-2 two to two in the Battle of the Beefcakes this morning. Robert, the silence of the blank. Lambs. Lambs is correct. Chance. Blanks on a plane. Snakes. Snakes is correct. Tied up now three to three. Robert. Blank Dundee. Crocodile. Correct. Chance. All blank. Go to heaven. Dogs. Also correct. All right, guys. You're both tied up. Final question. One flew over the blank nest. Could you say that again, please? One flew over the blank nest. Chicken. Yep. That's Jack Nicholson, right? Yes, yeah, like my dad's favorite movie. It's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Cuckoo. Oh. Chance. Get this one right, and you're taking home the tickets. Dances with blank. Oh, one more time. Dances with blank. I don't got it. All right. Uh, that was dances with wolves. Wolves. Tig, explain the tie-breaking situation here while I find the final question. All right, boys. This next question is for the both of you at the same exact time. And don't blurt out the answer. You're going to buzz in using your name. So 
You just say Robert real quick, and then uh, we'll let you play or guess that uh, answer. So here we go, Daniel. You ready? All right. The tie-breaking question is the mighty blank. Robert. Robert. The mighty duck. Mighty Ducks is it. And with that, Robert has defeated Chance in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Oh, good game. Uh, Robert, you want to hold on to these tickets or do you want to give these to Chance? Chance, why should Robert give you the tickets this morning? Because it is a beautiful day and <laughs> I would love to go, but I understand if he would like to go also. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Robert, Chance says it's a beautiful day, uh, but he understands if you want to keep the tickets. What is your final decision? Play. Well, it, it is a beautiful day, but I will keep the tickets. But if Chance decides to go to concert, I might buy him the beer. Okay. Right. Hey, look at that. Not bad. <laughs> look at the good sportsmanship this morning. It's pretty good sportsmanship. We bring America together, Daniel. That's, That's what true. we do. America. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Chance, that was a great game, man. I mean, he got them all right. He never missed one, actually, technically. He just didn't buzz in in time for the last question. Uh, but Robert, have a fun time at the show. Who are you going to take? Um, probably the lady that was with me. Hey I now. mean, my wife. Your roommate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you guys, you and the roommate, the lady roommate, have fun together at the show. We're back tomorrow, Daniel, for a Friday edition of The Bull Fights. Here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Well, I had to kind of like rush out of here and rush back in here and stuff, Daniel, to drop off my kid for his uh, first day at school. <laughs> and, um, you know, parents know how that goes. It's 98.5 The Bull. Kindergarten's a big deal. Kindergarten is a huge deal. And, I mean, I remember dropping him off at kindergarten, my little boy. And, I mean, I was looking at my watch all day long. Going, when is it going to be whatever time he gets out? And I kept looking at it, kept looking at it, kept looking at it. And then I rushed down to the school to get him to see how his first day of kindergarten was. This is a couple years ago. And uh, I said, how'd he go, man? He goes, it was, it was good. I didn't think about you at all today. So that kind of was good because I didn't want him to be going, Where, where's mommy and daddy? And he was fine. Second grade, now he's in second grade. And uh, <laughs> I got to say that I feel bad, but I'm not nervous at all. Like, well, you know, he's kind of got this down, right? Once you have a kid that's done this a couple times, you're good. He's in here earlier. He came in yesterday, and he was telling you how excited he was to go to school. Why would you be nervous for him? Well, you know, you just hope there's not a bully in there or some troublemaker that'll give him a hard time or, you know, he doesn't make friends or whatever on the first day. You kind of worry about those things, right? Like in second grade, they're dealing with bullying already? Uh, Well, he told me the fifth graders got after him one time because, you know, they're all in the same school. Mm -hmm. And he said he went to the bathroom and the fifth graders were... You know, not doing anything terrible, but they were teasing him a little bit. He yeah. told me about that. So you worry about the first day of school. However, I feel almost guilty that I didn't get emotional or anything today. I was just going to like, all right, I'll see you later, brother. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, it's the first day of second grade. He even said uh, earlier, he was like, it's not my first day of school, Dad. It's just my first day of second grade. Yes. Um, he invented a new word for it. He called, I said, how are you feeling? He said, I'm Irvis. 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 What is Irvis? A mixture of excited and nervous. Hmm. A contraction. Can we get that in the Webster Dictionary? Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay, so, well, anyway, thanks for the support, Daniel. How was the, uh, I understand the pickup line is the bane of all parents' existence, or well, the drop-off or pickup line. I, I have, I'm hearing reports that uh, everybody was just parked, walking their kids in. I think on the first day of school, and um, I think this goes for any school district, on the first day of school, 
you don't just pull up and open the door and let them out. You want to walk them up to the school and all that. So I did all that this morning. Uh, But however, I did my dad time and I told my wife, I said, listen, we need to get there super early because there's going to be so many people park. We get down there. Nobody's there. And I spent 20 minutes there just standing in a parking lot ready for the door to open. So there's your dad math again. Uh, did they, did they, did he have breakfast? Well, that's what he was. You know, we get him there a little early because oh, you get him breakfast before breakfast. Before. Okay, well, <laughs> well, why don't you just drop him off at midnight last night? <laughs> we could. Hey, don't tempt me. <laughs> you the, will. You do weird stuff like that. <laughs> I'll be there at midnight. The tiger right get here to work so early sometimes. He just walks around downtown, around Guthrie Green. Yeah. Up there, Denver, close <laughs> yeah. to the shelter, and I'm like, man, you what do you stop doing that? It's like four in the morning. You're just walking around. But anyway, it was cool to see the kindergartners go to their first day of school because they were all coming through the same door. And I go, man, these parents and people are crying and all that. The parents are wrecking all that. Yeah, they're all wrecking, going back to their cars. It's it's crazy. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. As your kids grow, Daniel, you eventually uh, get new furniture for them in their rooms. And Snow's Furniture has the lowest price in town. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Anybody can say that. But uh, when you say guaranteed like Barry does... You have to abide by that. And uh, he just simply has the lowest prices in town. His furniture is in stock. It's not a showroom. You're not going to go sit on something, fall in love with it, and go, uh, hey, I'd like one of these. He's go, well, let me just call another country, and they'll ship it over here in a month or two. You get to take that piece of furniture home with you. Yes, and we were talking about how narrow South Louis is to me. And I could imagine driving a couch, you know. I can barely drive my car. They'll deliver it for you. So put the uh, stress on them at Snow's Furniture. Since 1978, locally owned, Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook. Did you see that the uh, Tulsa Police Department is kind of going viral right now on Facebook? They made a post. Did you see this, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I saw the, the post earlier today. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's got thousands upon thousands of likes. Last night... At TU, they had a, a huge concert there. First time since 1990. Last time was New Kids on the Block. And this time they had Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Alice Cooper. And the police department said, oh, you know what? It's going to be a big crowd out there. We better alert citizens to use caution and stuff. So this is the uh, Facebook post from the Tulsa Police Department that's gone viral. Heavy Generation X traffic. Expect traffic congestion around the University of Tulsa as they're holding an 80s heavy metal concert tonight featuring Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Alice Cooper. We anticipate a large crowd of jean jacket-wearing Gen X attendees and a potential for a smaller group of boomers. Please keep in mind that as this group of rabid fans approach card-carrying AARP status, their night vision and reflexes aren't what they used to be. Please refrain from applying hairspray and eyeliner while driving and be attentive to people crossing the streets. Be safe and look out for one another. Basically said a bunch of old people down there. Yeah, did you, uh, you said you were going to go home last night and you thought you might be able to hear the concert from your house. Mm-hmm. Were you, in fact, able to hear the concert from your house? Yes, yeah, so just a little bit. I could just hear the, a little the bit, commotion. Huh? You know, you can't hear the whole song, but you can hear, like, the boom of the drums and stuff like that and a little bit of singing. So, yeah, I heard a little bit. Got a free concert in my backyard. Nice. I wonder if the Gen X is mad about that post. Why would anybody be mad about that? They're saying they're AARP and free coffee at Carl's Jr. and things. <laughs> so, did you go? Did I go? Yeah. No, buddy. You don't like that kind of stuff? No, no, I like it. You know, I like music and all, but I'm, I'm concerted out almost, you know? Really? When I got here to Nashville. Uh, well, we moved here from Nashville. I thought, man, Tulsa ain't going to have nothing going on. 
boy, was I wrong. There's more concerts here than there is in Nashville. Yeah. That's a true story. Yeah, uh, Lori Morgan last night at one location. You had Def Leppard at another location. I mean, you'd be uh, better off trying to name a night that doesn't have a concert. Yeah, I mean, right. every single night there's multiple things going on. So, no, I wasn't going to go. But I, I, I think it was great weather for it. Oh, was, I'm sure it was fantastic. And it uh, looks like everybody got along and behaved and good for the Tulsa Police Department. Well, hello and good morning. You got Tig and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Tig, really, I'm just uh, continue to do this job until my uh, real career takes off with uh, the app I've developed called Sniffers. Uh, you've heard me talk about this before. That's where it's kind of like Uber for a fresh nose. In other words, uh, sometimes at our houses we go nose blind. The Sniffers app would have somebody come over with a fresh nose and let you know if your house stank. Mm-hmm. You know, we always need somebody like that, right? Because mm-hmm. a friend's not going to tell you. Like, Ty, if I went over to your house and thought it smelled bad, I care for you so much that I wouldn't tell you that you your wouldn't? house stank. No, man. I yeah. can't hurt you like that. I had a neighbor come over, and I just put her on the spot. I said, now, you just be straight up with me. Does my house stink? And she said, <laughs> she said, <laughs> she goes, it's, it, it does and it doesn't. It smells, like, it smells like you use something to cover up something that stinks. Okay. That means it stinks. Yeah. Um, but that's what sniffers would do. It's just a person that has doesn't care about you like that will just come over and give you an honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, the other day I saw on TikTok, they say, hey, you're using too much laundry detergent, everybody, and knock it off with fabric softener. You should just use white vinegar where the fabric softener goes, and then it'll make your clothes softer, and I promise you they won't smell like vinegar. I did this, and I was paranoid that my pants smelled of vinegar. Another time that sniffers would have came in handy. I could have got on there. They could have smelled your pants. Ordered up a sniffer, said, hey, man, or lady, don't be sexist, Tig. Come smell my pants. <laughs> right? Because you can't ask a coworker to smell your what pants for you. they smell your pants? Huh? Or what part of your pants do they smell? That's up to the sniffer. Are you wearing them? What? Are they laying out on your couch, or are you wearing them when yeah, they sniff? I wore, yeah. I would wear my pants to work and be like, hey, I need somebody. I need a sniffer. That's where the sniffer zap comes into play. I don't know if you noticed or not today, went to the break room earlier, something reeks in there. There's a repugnant smell coming out of that break room, and I don't know it's from the, if it's from the garbage can or the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Guess who could help me with that? Sniffers. A sniffer. Okay. Listen, man, I'm telling you, this app would work. We'd make so much money. Mm-hmm. What, would you, what would you pay for a good sniffing? Well, here's what happened to me. Do you ever uh, leave your clothes in the uh, washer for a little bit too long, and they go what they call sour? Yeah, they mildew, yeah. And I come up to work one day, and I've got a clean shirt on, but I'm like, what? What is that? And then a coworker, um, she came in and gave me one of those half hug things. And I later noticed that I smelled sour. And I went to her and I said, Listen, you just be honest with me. When you hugged me, did I did I reek? And she said, No, I didn't. So that would have been a good like I went paranoid all day, but had a sniffer come over, I would have felt confident that I didn't smell too sour. If you had the sniffer app, what would you pay for a sniffing service? Well, all right, you're going to get mad at this question, but is there like a package where you can get your house and your clothes smelled, or is this like a one-off where I just, I'm worried about my pants and somebody sniffs the pants? Uh, it's just like Uber, you know? It's uh, Okay, a I one- would pay 10 bucks for that. You would do it. You would pay $10 for a sniffer to come smell you to see if you smelled like a dog whenever you hugged your coworker. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Because that's once you start smelling bad at work, nobody will ever forget that. Remember I was told to go tell a guy he had a shower? Mm-hmm. I remember you did this. I was in charge of like a radio station, and they said, that guy stinks, and I had to go tell him to shower. Now, if you had, if back in the day, had you had my sniffer app, 
You could have hired a sniffer. The sniffer would have came over and go like, hey, man, uh, I have conducted the sniffing, and you stink. You smell like a burrito. Right. And I wouldn't be, then he wouldn't be mad at me as his boss. Correct. He wouldn't be mad at anybody. He'd go, you know what? This sniffer doesn't know me. He doesn't have a dog in the fight. <laughs> I respect his All opinion right. or her. Don't be sexist. All right. Well, are you going to get this thing going, the sniffer's app? Well, I don't know how to make apps. I need an app developer out there. And then uh, I would wonder, so if you didn't want to hire a sniffer, if you were to be hired to be a sniffer, what would you expect would be a nice, you know, a decent pay for a sniffer? I think uh, 10 bucks a house would be good. Okay, that's you know, what you're willing to pay, but how much do I get and how much do I pay the sniffer? Seven bucks. So I only get $3? No, the the sniffer would get $7. What you could do, Daniel, is there's already apps and the technology exists. Um, kind of like, I can't remember, Uber or Lyft also has the scooters on there. What if you get in cahoots with Uber? And you could do Eats, you could do a ride, or you could do Uber Sniffs. And you run that no, branch of the why business. Why would I want to give this genius idea away to Uber, man? They already have the technology You got place. no vision, buddy. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, welcome in to Did You See? Brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, good morning. Good morning. Did you see that uh, Barbie, Tig is now Warner Brothers' biggest movie ever? What? It's now made $537 million in the U.S., making it Warner Brothers' biggest hit in North America. And you haven't seen it. You haven't seen Oppenheimer either. either. No. You said uh, you were going to see Oppenheimer for sure. You didn't. And you didn't watch Barbie. No, I'm, I'm going to wait till they come out. I just decided I, I ain't going down there to that theater. So, um, but, I mean, Warner Brothers is a huge company that's put out, I don't know how many movies that have been blockbuster hits, and Barbie's number one out of all that. It's made $1.2 billion worldwide. Oh the Dark Knight Good used Lord. to be the uh, the big champion, and uh, Harry Potter. It's bigger made than all Harry this Potter? Money. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's not quite yet, but... It's it's creeping up on Harry Potter. Wow, is it? A, you went and saw it by yourself, mm-hmm. Barbie. I mean, what do you give it? Two thumbs up. What what is I it? I thought it was good. It was about uh, how difficult it is to be a woman, and also how difficult it is to be human sometimes. Like I was expecting a bunch of silly nonsense, but it actually had a message. It was uh, yeah. It's it's pretty deep movie, believe it or not. Barbie, huh? Barbie, yeah. Wow. And uh, here's what's going to happen, though. Now these movie executives are going to see all this, and they're going to they're say, oh, man, we need to make more movies about toys. Mm-hmm. That's not the answer. They need to make more movies for women like that or about women, and that's how they made all this money. It kind of went viral in a sense. It caught on, and people started talking about it, and then more people started talking about it, and, and then <laughs> now they've got a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, did you see this? A Kentucky woman ended up leaving her husband and sending $10,000 worth of gift cards to somebody that was unfortunately catfishing her, pretending to be uh, that guy from Stranger Things. Here's a lady named Michaela talking about what she did when she thought she was being romanced by, uh, what's this guy's name? D-A-C-R-E. How would you pronounce that? D-A-C-R-E. Cray? I don't know. Montgomery, he played Billy Hargrove on Stranger Things. I am obsessed with Stranger Things, but the thing is, when I tallied it all up, it was 10000 dollars I told my ex-husband, I said, listen, I said, it's not working out. I said, you're not letting me be me. You're not letting me be free. I said, I think you need to leave. So he left. Within two months, he was gone. Uh, she went into more detail on why she believed it was the famous actor that was uh, talking to her. 
Uh, so before season, uh, whatever the latest season, whatever that season he was in came out, he said, hey, uh, I'm going to be in episode four. Look out for me. He had just gotten on IMDb. Mm-hmm. And looked up. And she felt gonna that happen. was going to be proof. Sent the guy $10,000 in gift cards. Yeah, but she didn't even sound at- embarrassed or ashamed. She was like, yeah, about $10,000 I sent. If a celebrity asks you for money, wouldn't you kind of like alarm bells go, well, a celebrity seems to me like they'd have money. Why would he need $10,000 in gift cards? She got scammed, buddy. Hmm. Ten grand, though, that is something else. See, there's a new uh, mullet championship. Winner announced for National Kids Mullet uh, Championship. What's this guy's name? Rory. Six years old. I'm not sure if you're six years old, if, if you've decided to grow a mullet or your parents are making you do that. Uh, I think the six-year-old could decide. He may regret it later because I remember uh, with my little boy, he, he always wanted a mohawk. And so we didn't exactly give him a mohawk, but I can see where a six-year-old asked for a mullet. Sure. Uh, here is Rory and his mom talking about the big win. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> it's just hysterical, and I love it. I love every part of it. It's been such an amazing, fun contest, and the community has been so awesome, and it's, it's so overwhelming. We went to the barber. He wanted a mullet and uh, said he wanted to do this contest. I wonder if the mullet's going to fall out of favor, though, because who was the most iconic mullet wearer up until recently? Uh, I guess you're referring to Morgan Wallen? Yeah, and he shaved it all off. Yeah. So I wonder if now the mullet will fall out of favor. You know what we need to do? Because I see a lot of high school kids, especially baseball players, uh, grow these mullets. Mm-hmm. Can we bring back the rat tail? <laughs> do you remember I, the rat tail? Of course I remember. I sat behind a guy in class, and all I could do was stare at that rat tail. Did we think that looked good? Did it look good? I don't know. What? Mm-hmm. And then I remember there was a fight in our high school, and somebody got their rat tail ripped off. No. Yeah. That is not good. Are you serious? <laughs> uh-huh. Pretty vicious. How you much would it take? If I started giving you $100 a year mm. to I just, have... and I'll give you that $100 indefinitely a year until you cut a rat tail off, how long would you let your rat tail go? I ain't doing that for 100 bucks a year. Dude, let's be rat tail bros. Uh, no, I even not. Why? Look, we're, we're old enough now. Who we cares? Nobody's looking at things. us anymore. Let's do it. We go on TV, man. Guess what? Go for that. They don't take pictures of us from behind. They, it's all forward. Oh, so like Nobody would know tail. that we had a rat tail. Mm-hmm. You got to go somewhere formal? Tuck that thing in your shirt. Can I come live with you? What do you mean? Because I'll get kicked out. Dude. You can't put that with a rat tail. I promise you. If you got a divorce and we both grew rat tails, we would get so many ladies. Could <laughs> 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 you okay. imagine? 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. The Bull, Tig, and good morning, Daniel. Tig, I'm going to name a product for you, and you're going to instantly be able to smell it in your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Liquid paper. Got it. I think everybody else has got it, too. That's a very distinctive smell. The people that invented liquid paper there for a minute were riding high, weren't they? Uh Uh-huh. There was only two competitors. I remember liquid paper and then whiteout. Mm Mm-hmm. And those people were probably just like... They hated each other. Cashing those checks all the time, and then all of a sudden the computer comes out. What are we, does anybody use whiteout at all anymore? Can you even get I that? I looked on, I would like to buy some just to smell of it every now and again, but uh, yeah, whiteout is still available on Amazon. Just to smell of it. Yeah. You got a problem. What's another product that you name you can instantly smell? Uh, walking into Home Depot. Home Depot, you think? You know, that's got a smell to it, doesn't it? Sawdust. Huh? It smells like sawdust a little bit. Yeah, okay. Uh, Play-Doh, boom, hits you. Hit me. You know what I think about my, I think my first, very first smell that really takes me back is... When you went to school, if you're our age, like mid-40s, they used to have 
the tests are, had this purple ink, and there was some type of thing they rolled out. The, it wasn't a copy machine. Mm -hmm. It was called a what? I don't know what that's called, but, yeah, the it teacher would that go over there smell. and roll, like, spin a little it, and it was purple. wheel or something. What yeah. the heck was that called? I don't know what that is. But that smell I can smell for some reason mm -hmm. reminds me of uh, school. Wait it a minute. Funny. Let me think of that. I gotta, it is funny how, drive me crazy. even though we're not smelling it, you you can smell it. I don't understand how that works in your brain, but once you think about whiteout or Play-Doh, you've got it. You've got it. Well, I, I think they they say that smells are even more than like music or anything. Like a smell will take you right back. Maybe this guy knows what that what that purple inked thing was. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Who's this? Uh, this is Mark. Mark, what is that uh, purple uh, thing I'm thinking about? Mimeograph machine. Mammograph. That's right. Mimeograph. M Mimeograph. And do you remember the smell of that? Yes, I do. Why was it always purple? Was that the only color that worked on those things or something? I don't know. Uh, but I remember it used to run and... Uh, some of the words you couldn't read because it's like it's too watery and would just bleed <laughs> into the paper. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, thanks. I'm glad you told me that's that because I would have spent the rest of my uh, mimeograph. Mimeograph. You got to get one of those babies for the office yeah. when we do um, when we're prepping for the show and you need news articles. Use a mimeograph to get it. Bring them back. Yeah, bring it back, man. They're having a hard time. Who is? It'd be nice. The mimeograph people. Oh, just they're like done, the white out people. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Great one from Kane Brown, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Um, I, I got to ask Daniel, I'll bring this up again. If they come out with a material that is iron-free, why are we making any shirts that have to be ironed? Once you figure out that technology, why aren't all our clothes just iron-free? I don't get it. You mean wrinkle-free? I yeah, don't like know. Wrinkle-free. It must be something in the way the wrinkle-free fabric looks. Is it? Maybe it feels different. Maybe it shows sweat more or something. But, you know, I, I had to, we had to do some TV or something here l lately, and they wanted me to bring, like, five shirts. Two of them wrinkle-free, no problem. Then I had to iron, like, you know, 1800s, dude, having to iron this thing. So I don't get it. And you actually had a brilliant idea, Daniel, and I, I really want you to kind of hone in on this, if you would. You came up with an idea for disposable clothes. Mm -hmm. I still stand by that. I don't know uh, why. Like a one-wear clothes why, why must you only wear it once we don't get dirty in our jobs if they were like a almost uh disposable outfit that we could wear every day to work tyke i don't know why we wouldn't just wear that for four or five days throw that thing away and this would solve so many problems you'd never have to do laundry again because mm -hmm. once it got dirty you just throw it in the garbage uh travel would be made easier because you could just buy your paper clothes when you get to your destination make them biodegradable yeah, environmentally friendly, of course. Put make them out of seeds, so when you get throw your just throw your clothes on the ground when you're done, a beautiful plant will grow. <laughs> Would that be great? Yeah, like a tree. I uh, mean, I, you know what? Let me Amazon right now and make sure there isn't such a thing as disposable clothes because I really don't know if there is or not. Like, I've not know, really considered it, but I would wear a disposable blouse if I could. I have disposable cups in my house. It's the greatest thing because the dishwasher doesn't get full, you know, as quickly. We have disposable plates. We have disposable forks. Why not disposable clothes? I'm about to find out right now, yeah, Okay, buddy. is there such thing as disposable clothes? How do you spell clothes? You know C -L -O -Z. what? C-L-O-Z. <laughs> There's like a hazmat suit we could always wear. Okay. Hmm. Well, what about the, uh, we're getting close because um, whenever I go to the dermatologist, they make me get naked almost, and I have to put on that, that weird robe. That's a disposable clothing, isn't it? All right, so they do have disposable scrubs. Okay. 
But I don't know if there's, you know, if they're as biodegradable as you'd want. What about like disposable tuxedos or something? You could paint tuxedo under the scrub. Be about your best option right now. <laughs> right. Well, Daniel, it sounds like if it's not invented, it sounds like an avenue for you to become very wealthy. Because what you about come up with this idea? Edible 